Hey everybody, this is your friendly neighborhood podcast host, that guy named John. I decided to do a special intro to this episode because what makes this episode so special, this was one that I was not sure anybody would actually ever be able to hear. This is the lost episode slash the recovered episode from Emerald City Comic Con that I recorded with Tim Hall, the People's Critic, Jess O'Brien, and Damon Randall from the Curly Nerd Podcast. This is the one that we had recorded that became corrupted and I lost. Long story short, I sent the memory card into a recovery place. They were able to recover everything. So it was a really funny episode. I loved hanging out with everybody all in the same place at the same time. So that will be this week's episode, uh, talking about Emerald City Comic Con. The also good news, the other good news, I should say, is that this Friday, there will be an episode of About to Interview with the recovered interviews that I did with Mike and Laura Allred, as well as Phil Lamar. So I'm really excited for you guys to check this out. Also, make sure to check out The Curly Nerd uh, for next week, because the other thing that was recovered was episodes that we recorded here in the studio. Super excited for you guys to listen to this. So this week's episode is about Emerald City Comic Con. Next week's episode will be a review for A Quiet Place, the new horror movie, as well as Beirut starring John Hamm. So that is next week. Uh, this week, Emerald City Comic Con and about to interview with Mike and Laura Allred and Phil Lamar. Hope you guys enjoy it. And here we go, talking to us in the past. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's edition of the About to Review podcast. I'm your host, as always, that guy named John. We are recording live from Emerald City Comic Con 2018. I say we because I'm joined by three very special guests, which I will get to in a moment. Uh, But right off the top, make sure to like, rate, and review, and subscribe to the podcast on your podcast platform of choice. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Blueberry, everywhere you can find podcasts. Subscribe and follow the podcast on social media at About to Review, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Go to AboutToReview.com for full show notes and links to the guests, as well as YouTube.com slash AboutToReview or Threadless.com slash AboutToReview to buy a t-shirt. Now on to my three guests. Joining me is returning fan favorite. Oh, Tim, people's <laughs> critic. I thought you were going to say my name. I, I didn't want to interrupt I was you. pointing out, and of course... Uh, the Curly Nerd is in the building, Emerald City Comic Con 2018. Welcome to the show. What up, everybody? We out here. Woo! <laughs> Seattle, Washington. Yeah! You already know. What is your name? Sorry, oh, I missed it. it's the Curly Nerd. You already know. <laughs> and, of course. <laughs> uh, I am Damien Randall, uh, and uh, my intro will not be as fiery as hers. Six, six, six. Uh, so yeah, so we're here at Emerald City Comic Con 2018 in Seattle, Washington. Uh, we're going to be attending some panels, talking to artists, doing a bunch of stuff. Uh, on this episode, there will be some interviews, and then after those, then we'll talk about everything that we saw. It is going to be great. So another collaboration episode between the Curly Nerd Podcast and About to Review. In and fact, this is the first it. time that all four of us has, have been together. Yeah. In one, in one room. room. In one room. In time. one building. In all, in all of the collaborations we have done over the past couple of years, 
We've done every other configuration yeah. except for all four of us in one room. room. Yeah, FaceTime, yeah. Skype, something. Yep. Google Hangouts. We're doing so something. It is awesome. So definitely look forward to our coverage of Emerald City Comic Con 2018. But before that, we'll get into the original theme song created by Damien Randall, Ill Mannered Media. Holly at me. Yo. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. All right, we are now back in the back in the about to review studios post con. That was uh, amazing, exhausting, slightly overwhelming, but an absolutely incredible con. Thank you to all of my guests who made time uh, to be on the show. It is always crazy. I mean, what I try to do is I just try and go directly through the person. Sometimes they want to be like, oh, you know, talk to my agent or assistant, which is totally cool. Everybody who's on the show, thank you, because a lot of it was just like, hey, I really like your stuff. Do you have 10 minutes? And they were incredibly gracious with their time. So thank you to all of my guests. So what we're going to do now is talk about some of the panels that we saw, some of the cosplay that we saw, the art, and then just kind of our final thoughts on Emerald City Comic Con 2018. So off the top, the first panel that I saw was the Jack Kirby panel. It was Jack Kirby 101, Top Creators Pay Tribute to the King. It was phenomenal. The thing about Jack Kirby that they talked about, when you see these huge splash pages and you see all this machinery, Jack used to say, apparently, when people would be like, oh, this machine looks cool. And he was like, that machine works. And they were like, I would love to see Jack Kirby explain how that machine in Dr. Doom's lair worked. But the way he thought about it, he was like, no matter what I draw, somehow, like in his head, it worked. So yeah, it reminded me of uh, what was that? The last um, Mad Max movie, Fury Road. Fury, Fury Road. Road. Yeah. Like all they wanted all the stuff to work. Right. Yeah. Right. Like yeah, that flaming guitar had to work. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah. Yeah. They had to be practical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people work like that. The do four on your guitar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like with uh, one of Jess's favorite movies, uh, not of all time yet, but definitely in recent years. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. Thor I thought he was going to say Prometheus. <laughs> yeah. I was being shady. No, Thor Ragnarok. Like, when yeah, you look at Thor idea. Ragnarok, Kirby is all, all over, over it. Yeah. yeah. I it mean, it's just like the comic. The yeah. throne room when the Grandmaster and Loki are sitting there, like, you look behind them. I mean, that is straight up celestial style artwork. Yeah. You know, from Jack Kirby. So it was an awesome panel. Uh, Mike Allred was on that as well like and they were just talking about it talking about this amazing creator that without his visuals the meat not just the comic book medium but visual art and medium would not be what it is yeah today so that was really cool that was the first panel i saw uh chris claremont was also on that panel mm. and it was pretty funny because at one point damien who's chris claremont <laughs> he, he's, a, he's an illustrator he's, mm-hmm. a, he's uh, a what has he illustrated uh everything 
What for, as such as what, what, no, what would sorry, I a could, couple no, couple X Men comics back in the day? Comics, you, know? you know, probably everything you've ever liked about the X Men. Yeah, yeah, no, you know, I, I know the name. But I'm like, <laughs> I know Damien knows, and actually, his very first uh, time that he actually worked with Marvel was pretty. On, good. That's uh, a pretty good Damien yeah. voice. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I'm theater. Oh, there we go. Oh, Texas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do have some other Southern listeners. I gotta ask them. Kind of okay, so here in the Pacific Northwest, we pronounce it how it should be pronounced. Mm. Well, you just said how did it should be. You did just say that. You did how say did that. it should be? How did, how did, how did yeah. it should be pronounced? <laughs> there you go. See, I, exactly. I, damn, the, <laughs> su- the southern is yeah. bleeding over here. Anyway, theater, not theater, theater. Yes, theater, theater. theater. Hey, uh, At the theater, so, I went to the theater with my I, wife, and I went and I saw Black Panther for the fourteenth time. You were understandable. Wow. Yes. That's you. exactly how. It's, yep. hey. So I might have to have some of my southern listeners. Uh, you know who you are. Uh, let me know. Theater or theater. That's so funny. The best thing, though, is Damien doesn't sound like he's from Texas. But then no. occasionally he's Ooh, from that country. I don't sound yeah. like I'm from Texas to Texans. When I step outside of Texas, they're like, where are you from? I think you, again, say, I think you speak the Queen's English. You, you do. I, I, I turn it down. Except for, again, <laughs> I came up with down. a mathematical equation for From Houston with Love. So definitely check out Damien's other podcast, From Houston with Love. Not for children. Uh, no. Not uh, for if you want to hear a little bit more of the country, come out. <laughs> the country yes. does. Come uh, out. Every guest adds 25% more country to my yes. uh, accent. Quick maths. Um, so the second panel I went to was the spotlight on Phil Lamar. Mm-hmm. Phil Lamar is incredible. Uh, huge, huge thank you to him for being on the show again. Uh, the panel was just great because he just talks about being in the industry for as long as he has been. How long has he been in the industry? For? I was just going to ask the same thing. How so long has he been So one of his in? first voice acting roles was when he was 18 on the old Mr. T animated oh, yeah. cartoon. I watched Mr. Yeah. T. He was the gymnast. Oh, and so that was like funny. his summer job when he was you know, a kid. I mentioned that to him pretty much every time I talked to him. And he is like... And nobody remembers that. And I was like, I do. And just like, <laughs> so like, he will talk about all those other voiceover work. And I, I always make sure to throw in Mr. T reference. So, but I mean, he has been in everything. Like you have heard all of us talk about on both of our podcasts, Justice League, Samurai Jack. I mean, just he is incredible. Futurama. That's how, like Futurama, for me, yeah, Phil for Lamar's sure. Futurama yeah. because that's Hermes, one of my favorite cartoons. Yeah. He's Hermes. And mm-hmm. so the Jamaican. And so <laughs> the limbo champion. Um, so yeah, like. Oh, I Barbados just, Slim. Yeah, yeah, his Barba- arch enemy. Barbados Jim. I thought it was Barbados. Is it Slim? I think Barbados Slim. No, I think you're right. I think it's Barbados Slim. Yeah. I'm horrible because I just rewatched the, the whole season. Who's your favorite Phil Lamar character? Series. I mean, the one that I think. The, the, I think the right answer for me would be Green Lantern hmm. because Justice League was incredible. But Samurai Jack, honestly, That's is mine. the one that it just isn't so incredible because I, it not only was the story, it was the visuals. I mean, Gendy Tartakovsky for Samurai Jack, like it was just killer. Yeah. So, but Green Lantern, I mean, Jon Stewart is Green Lantern. Yeah. Still does not make any sense why in 2018 we have not had a Jon Stewart appearance in anything. They didn't know. We know know why. We know why. Come Come on. on. We all know why. But it just like for a whole generation, they did not know how Jordan, they knew Jon Stewart. (laughs) John, we know why. So, 
Yes, I know. We know why. <laughs> and honestly, I don't even think it has to do anything with the race. I think no, it has yeah. everything to do with DC. Everything to do with DC. Everything to do with DC Warner Brothers. Thank you. They, 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 they got to go with the classics. No. No. No, no. I'm talking about going with the classics of Hal Jordan and not John Stewart. No. No, it's not even that. It's not even that. They genuinely, they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. Period. Speaking of which, uh, this is actually. A, <laughs> so I love Jessica because we're both like. I know, I'm like, they just no, don't know it's what not doing. about race. It's not about no. They just like just they just don't no know idea. what they're doing. They don't have Kevin Feige. Like do they don't mean, have the. Do you read these news clippings about what they're planning on doing? Speaking of which, there there's a hot off the press news story just dropped today as we we're recording. So the Flash movie, which has now gone through four directors, they just settled like confirmed the next directors, the same team behind Game Night, which was hilarious. I mean, I'm okay yeah, with that. Okay. The because Russo, that's a, because they I also mean, did Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine. So we'll see. I mean, the Russo brothers did, you know, the best Marvel movies. So, so yeah. So the two guys happen. behind Game Night and Spider-Man: Homecoming, they they just announced it. Like mm. they will be directing Flash. In a different article, they're like, we might not be going the Flashpoint route. And it was like, oh, here we go. But nobody not, knows what they are doing. What, what, <laughs> I don't want them doing Flashpoint. But the thing is, it's not just like who's directing it, but also who is writing the screenplay. Who's writing this script? And what kind they're of support? They're going to be involved in that also. But also, like, no. also, what kind of support are you getting from the studio, right? Yeah. Like, like, it's not just we have these things. It's like, what platform are they on and, mm-hmm. and what's allowing them to grow? Yeah. Um, so it sounds like they... They're not doing what it's they much the like, what we heard. like a page one rewrite, yeah. but they definitely like with the new directors, they know how to write comedy, they know how to write this type of action. The They're like, flash but, but much like what we heard at the image yeah. panel, mm-hmm. image being a place where people can come and create and they sort of let yeah. you go do your thing. Um, DC's not like that, they're meddling, it's notes, <laughs> no. it's studio stuff, it's ridiculous. They're gonna try to, they're basically like, uh, when some it reminds me of like. When you have this young indie artist who has beautiful songs and a beautiful voice and this beautiful whole image, and they're like, "This is great," but okay, but we want to make money off of you, yeah. so we're gonna change your hair and your color. Remember how right. Taylor Swift was when she first came out? Yeah, Taylor Swift is like no. the record label's Stepford wife. You know, like <laughs> no. we are like, how are we going to make you be this person mm, to make this okay. money? Mm-hmm. And that's how that's, that's how, how they see it. Yeah. yeah. So how can we make the how can we capitalize off this? And they're not even doing it in a Disney way. They're doing it in just a weird way. Yeah. Yeah. There's no real direction. There's no real direction. I mean, we're on a tangent. Okay, next. Yeah. yeah. So speaking <laughs> speaking of the uh, the image comics panel since Tim brought it up. Uh yeah, well actually that the that one was the fourth. The quick number 3. So yeah, number 2, Philomar panel. It was awesome. Philomar is incredible. Uh yeah, definitely listen to that interview. You already listened to the interview by the time this is Listen again. Dropping. Yeah, just a wine dropping. This uh, the first interview. The <laughs> the third podcast, the third podcast, the third panel uh, we went to was podcasting from the margins, uh, moderated by uh, my friend Izzy Price. So that one was interesting. Uh, had some good points and little gems. There was about, there. yeah three good little gems. In there. Yeah. there was some yeah. three. Like and that's what I told Damien. I looked at him. I go, there's a couple of good points yeah. in here. Like I had, did hear a few. Yeah, and they, you know, it was good that it was a uh, panel. Uh, attended by a lot of people who do podcasts yes. themselves. Or who want to podcast. Or who want to podcast. So that was kind of cool. The thing and that I, I was going to say, the thing that I liked about it, though, is like my favorite blogger of all time has always been Fresh Alina, who did Crunk and Disorderly. Yeah. She yeah. was like the best. And her biggest thing has always been just do it. Yep. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Do the podcast. Hey, I remember having says. a conversation with somebody at a gym one time. The, re- the reason this oh, podcast exists that. right now, and I will always say this, it goes back to Tim. Tim and I... For a long time, when we would see each other at the gym, which was every day, yeah. Tim would be like, hey, you know, blah, blah. We would talk about movies. We would talk about screenings. And I would be like, I want to do a podcast. And he was like, cool, do it. And I was like, <laughs> just do yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Just do Next it. day, 
I want to do a podcast. And he was like, all right, just do, just do it for months. And so finally I was like, I started a podcast. And he's like, finally. finally. Yeah. yeah. And then Tim he was on like episode four or yeah. whatever. So Tim is your Damien. He's your voice of reason. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So no matter, no matter what happens with this podcast, no matter where it goes, what happens with it, mm-hmm. I will always give Tim. I want ten uh, percent th- that respect. Credit where credit is Tim due. has equity. The ten percent of zero, my friend. 10%. And the nice, <laughs> the nice thing about the panel too is just them kind of talking, and they don't have that many listeners. Yeah, you know, they have a, they have quite a few. It was not like the Nerdist was right, up there right, right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Or the Read, or yeah. Yeah. This American Life, or you know right. what I mean. It wasn't, but still, like the reason that you do it is. It'd be neat to get famous or yeah. to be rich or make money, but you do it because it's fun. Like a yep. lot of times when, and especially in the beginning, like for that first year, maybe year and a half, it felt like this obligation that Damien and I had to do. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. let's just do this. Like, oh my God. And then it kind of got, got over that hump of being like, this is actually really fun. And actually when every time we got done recording, I was like, that was actually really fun. Yep. Yep. You know, so it's just a fun thing to do. And if it takes off, great. If it doesn't, Great. Just be yeah. happy and enjoy what you're doing. And yeah. I kind of like that. I like that. You know, the point is, what's the best way to podcast? Let's do this. Just do it. Just do yeah. it. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, I also liked the format was a lot different. It was more almost like a brainstorming session. Yeah. yeah. Like there were four people on the panel from the beginning. Izzy was like, you know, this is not going to be we talk for 45 minutes. You ask us questions for 15 throughout the entire panel. People would raise their hand, be like, oh, I actually use this service or this service. So that was just, mm-hmm. it was a really well-structured panel like I that. Got, I got to see John's will actually face in person. Yeah. 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 When someone said something and that was not completely correct, <laughs> yeah. I just saw John like, mm, 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 yeah. mm, 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 let me no. go. <laughs> hand, hand went up, hand went up. Yeah. I, only, I only put my hand up once, but it, it <laughs> could have went about eight times. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was close. But the crazy thing is the guy next to me was taking notes on what you said. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. So, okay. you know, that's what I was telling Damien. I was like, I mean, I'm kind of learning a couple of things. Damien didn't want to, like, give our secrets away, which I thought right. was Well, funny. The, the reason that I didn't want to do that <laughs> is because everyone, as you can tell, everyone there had their own way of doing it. Yes. Right. And I was going to give them, like, one little tip on how we first started off when we, we first started recording. But the thing is, everyone should really find their own way yeah, to right. do it. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. every, every way works. Right. And, you know, as long as you have good quality sound and you're comfortable in your environment, then I, I think whatever you do is fine. My only yep. advice that I would have to give just to do it on this yeah. show that I didn't get to do, you know, at the podcast cause, or at the panel was the biggest thing I think is to not have background noise. And I think that yeah. is, it doesn't even, if you guys saw how background Damien, music. No, 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 no. Noise. Or noise. noise. Like okay. this, like. Oh, you know, like yeah. noise. Like, why is there so much noise? How come I? I don't want to hear you typing on your MacBook. I don't want to hear you eating or drinking food. You I don't that, want that, that is a big one. Yeah, it's just it's really bad because it takes you out of the moment. If you mm-hmm. are listening to NPR, if you're listening to an NPR podcast, if do, you're listening to, um, if you're listening to a loudspeakers network podcast, Ooh, any of these podcasts, like you don't want to hear background noise. You don't want to hear <laughs> spit in your mouth and right. swallowing mm-hmm. of the throat and like. Adam's apples moving up and down and sniffling. Yeah. You know, like there's things because it takes you out of the moment because sure. this, these people are in your ears. The majority of the people are listening to it on your on their headphones. Mm-hmm. And so you don't like you are really good at it. Damien and Thank I you. are pretty good at it, you know, because I mean, I occasionally do that. Like I'm coughing and blowing my nose. because <laughs> I have post nasal drip. Um. Everybody, everybody does. But I, I totally agree <laughs> with you. Like there are some little things, you know, like that. And, and it takes you out of the moment. So yep. if I'm hearing something super amazing that you're telling me about whatever, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I hear clack, 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 yeah. or 
right. drinking the soda or the ice moving around. I'm just like, what is that noise? Right. I just because if you listen to an NPR podcast or just NPR in general, mm-hmm. you don't hear the background noise. If you listen to like the Reed podcast, they drink every single time. That's their thing. Yeah. I am drinking a bottle of champagne. I'm drinking Hennessy. I'm drinking something. Do you ever hear them drinking it? Mm-hmm. And they'll even say, I'm getting drunk. Yeah. But you don't hear it. They've even had food delivered. Yeah, but they had food delivered. <laughs> and you don't shout even hear shout it. Shout out to Hassong's tequila as I drink <laughs> silently. <laughs> but I think that the most important thing is no matter what, if you make sure that all we hear is your voice, then I will be tuned mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Right. The yeah. second I hear your tongue clicking around in your mouth, I'm tuned out or I want to turn it off. Yeah. And that, and that is valid when I was interviewing uh, Pornsack earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was saying that when other people come up to him, they're like, hey, you know, I want to interview for my podcast. And they bring out, like, their phone. Yeah. Which is great. There are some definitely some solid podcasting apps for the phone. Anchor is one of them. You know, so, like, when I was when I sat down with them and I, like, opened my Pelican case and I have microphones and it took him a second. He was like, oh, this, this is what we're doing. But it was like, whatever your means and capabilities are, just mm-hmm. create. Mm-hmm. Just do it. As long as it enables you to do it. Yep. Yeah. Don't exactly. Let, don't let the process become a burden to you doing what you want to do. Yep. Yeah. Preach. Cool. So that was a podcast panel. And then the fourth panel that all of us saw, uh, I want Jess and Damien to take the floor and talk about because this was one that Jess was super excited to see. So take it away. I was super excited to see the image <laughs> panel. It was a wonderful panel. It was called Image Comics. We believe in creativity. And it featured... Jim Toe, Johnny Christmas, mm-hmm. Steve Lieber, is it Lieber? I Steve Lieber, Lieber. Lieber. Yeah. <laughs> Donnie Cates, Anthony Del Cole, and John Lehman. Also, as you mentioned, you've also interviewed him. Mm-hmm. Pornsack, yeah. Pornsack, who um, is a writer of this comic book called Infidel, which I cannot wait to read, which is basically so about this is people living in this haunted house. But these people are basically like afraid of anything that's not them, right? They have this mm-hmm. whole xenophobia thing. Yep. And this creature feeds off of... The xenophobia, which I think is super dope. Yeah. But his whole thing was about, which I loved listening to him talk about his comic book, where he basically was like, yeah, he's from, what, New York. And right. yeah. you, so and it, the, the coolest thing about me leaving Seattle and coming to New York, like I told my mom when I first moved there, she's like, oh, what's it like? And I said, mom, there are black people here that <laughs> speak Spanish. You know, because when you come from Seattle, like the whitest city in America, Mm -hmm. you know, and then you see so much diversity and we are all on top of each other. Right. The people that live above me are Puerto Rican. The lady, my landlord who lives behind me is Chinese, like Southern Chinese speaks Cantonese. Right. Mm -hmm. And then my whole neighborhood is like that. The charter school across Mm -hmm. the street is just full of different races of kids. And then the teachers are different. You know, so you live in this place where we're all on top of each other and we are all on the train together and we all speak different languages. Right. But then he says, well, when you go to L.A., we want to pretend like we're all super inclusive and we want to be around Mm -hmm. different kinds of people. He's like in L.A., the white hipsters live here, the or the he what do you say? The white hipsters live here, the white preppy kids live here, the black, the black people, people live, live here, yeah. the the Mexicans live here. So they're all there, but, but they're all still separated, separated yeah. from each other. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, "Do we really want to be this melting pot? Do we really want to live together?" And that was yep. kind of the whole thing with his comic book, which I think was super cool because uh, I think a lot of times too, like not to get political, but with the whole political climate, people got shocked by it. But that's because we live in areas full of diverse people within our own you know so it still was crazy to me i mean growing up here in the pacific northwest if you were black you were black right that that was kind of it right Mm -hmm. 
when I started, you know, talking to like my dad's students or something like that from New York and everything, and then getting exposed to more media from the East Coast, and I was like, oh no, I'm Trini or I'm Jamaican. I'm this and I'm that. And it was like on the West Coast or in the Pacific Northwest, if you're black, you were just black. Right. Like that was it, as opposed to in New York, when like you were saying, you have so many different shades and everybody and everyone speaks and the crazy thing is you'll get on the train with a bunch mm-hmm. of white people but no one's speaking english right <laughs> so you're like oh my gosh that girl right. is polish and this girl is italian and this uh, girl is mm-hmm. you know so we do so him being from this melting pot and then you know moving as an asian person and then moving to la where mm-hmm. you think it's this melting pot but not really you know so to just see how he's put that in to a graphic novel into a comic book like I'm super excited about that. Um, yeah. One of the ones that I'm really excited to read is Son of Hitler. Who was the writer of Son of Hitler? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was I was trying to look up his name. I couldn't remember his name, but that's that's actually a pretty pretty interesting concept. Yeah. yeah. So like Hitler had a son during the First World War, and they basically want to get him to kill Hitler. So the that's he has to go whole... into his body or something like the. But as he was explaining the concept, it sounded cool, and I'm just trying to follow along to figure out. No, he got picked, like, the, the Brits picked him up and turned him into a spy and wanted yeah. him to go kill Hitler. Yeah. Gotcha. Super dope. And, yeah. you know, like, um, Damien and I love, like, of course, we love our comics, of course. Yes. You know, that's our whole thing. Is Our whole podcast is based around comic books, because that's how Damien and I became friends. Mm-hmm. And, yes, we love Marvel. And, yes, we love DC, right? But Image is where it's at. And, like you were saying, like, they said at that panel they said when you approach image with an idea they're like cool go for it and once you, they say stamp you run with it yeah, yeah. you can do whatever like, you want which is, is why they have <laughs> and the thing is you know my favorite comic book writer my favorite writer is jonathan hickman and he's written marvel, marvel. he's written avengers yeah. and mm-hmm. but those stories don't stand out to me as much as East of West or anything else that he's written or Black mm-hmm. Monday Murders, you know, because those are just so unique and so different. And it's like he can really be creative and you feel like he actually is like a novelist, like someone who mm-hmm. yeah. not to say that comic book writers aren't real writers. They are writers. Let's be clear. Mm-hmm. They are creatives. Mm-hmm. They are geniuses. They are definitely doing something I could never do. But when I read like I had someone ask me, um, so do you read books? And I'm like, I read comic books. You know, but when I read something from Hickman, I feel like I'm reading a novel. I don't feel like I'm reading a comic book, you know. And so that's the thing I've always loved and respected about uh, Image. Yeah, they Mm -hmm. don't they don't have editorial breathing down your neck the entire time. If they like the story and, and like they said at the very end of it, you succeed on your own. You also fail on your own. Yep. So there is a lot of pressure to succeed at Image because if people stop buying it, then you just don't have a book anymore. And it's that simple. Uh, another book that I'm interested in taking a look at is Redneck by Danny Cates. You would be. Danny Danny <laughs> was Texas. one of the more he was one of the more outspoken people there. He's from Texas. He's from East Texas now. That's what is that? Like what is East Texas? It's East Texas. Uh he's probably is that Waco? From, no, that's no. that's North Texas. He might be from either the Beaumont or the Nacogdoches area. Nacogdoches is a place. Nacogdoches. Yeah. The only reason- Girl, you was looking real Nacogdoches <laughs> last night. <laughs> I'm going to use that. Thank you. Look at Damien's face. Like, how dare you disrespect the cities the only of reason, my state. As Jessica would say, blink, 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 blink. The only reason I know of Beaumont, Texas is because of Rocky Horror Picture Show. You would. Something takes place in the... Uh, uh, yes. The opening takes place in the wedding. Gosh. Okay, so okay. let's talk about Redneck. <laughs> yeah, so Redneck is Moving basically on. about a, a family of vampires that owns a barbecue joint somewhere in... East Texas, mm-hmm. and they've been at peace with the community for a while, and then something happens, and then all of a sudden, it's just not 
it's not really popping like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that they talked about was that there are basically eight different archetypes when it comes to writing. Right. And part of the beauty of, especially the comic book medium is, if somebody finds a different take on a familiar trope, there's a lot of beauty. But I think Pornsack was the one that actually yeah. said that. And they all agreed. Like, we've seen vampire stories since the invention of vampires. Right. This is a, a, a different take on it, which features his, whatever city he's from in East Texas as one of the characters in it, which is beautiful. You don't really get to see that a lot. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I, I Like Jess said, I love Image Comics because they have most of the original, you know, more original stories mm-hmm. than Marvel and DC because they're not held down by it. Uh, another guy that we got to meet at the con, Johnny Christmas, mm-hmm. he has a book called Firebug, which, plug, we're going to talk about more in depth on our podcast, the Curly Nerd Podcast. Yes. But his is another one where he's he's been an illustrator for people for years, and he approached Image with an idea for this Firebug comic, which talks about uh, basically a volcano mm-hmm. goddess, and it works. It works. So you have a, you have a diversity of topics, you have a diversity of voices and approaches, and they they all work for the most part, for image. And yeah. this panel was a beautiful illustration of what they what they have to offer. I just, I mean, I love it. I mean, on the last collaboration episode we did for The Curly Nerd and About to Review, and I talked about Spawn and kind of that beginning of image, how it completely changed the game and the industry. And the fact that today, in 2018, everything is still creator-owned mm-hmm. is incredible. Like that you could, Damien, Tim, Jesse, any of us, if we had a solid enough concept and we knew the right people, could go to Image, and whatever we created, we would keep, is just, it's tremendous. Yeah. And that is not something that happens very often. So I will always respect Image for, for that. I mean, and again, the name of their panel is Where Creative, what was it? Uh, we Believe in Creatives. Creativity. Creativity. <laughs> Creators, creativity. And they do. The and they, theater. And they, and, they not, and they not only believe in it, but they're like, you own it. Right. So, so much so that both Marvel and DC are trying to replicate that by offering creator own imprints within their own. Good I'm, luck. Yeah, exactly. Well, it, 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 I mean, I think outside of their, their big stable characters, it could work. Yeah. I'm no, it, it actually works to a certain extent. So not to go too far aside, mm-hmm. when Bendis was with Marvel, they Marvel actually created the icon imprint, which right. allowed him to create, uh, keep writing Scarlet and Powers distributed by Marvel, but he still retains all the rights to it. Yeah. And now that he's going to DC, DC is creating an imprint which allows him to do the same as yeah. well. But they really only reserve it for like their best writers. And as writers. opposed to anybody right. and everybody right. who has enough talent. It's like they have, they have to earn it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because I mean, it, honestly, like Image is like, they could take an L with some of the people, you sure. know, but they're okay with that. No, yeah. They will, they I, will take I think an L with yeah. some people. Yeah. yeah. And they, they have. I mean, not everything has been a hit. Right. Not everything has been a smash. Yeah, but, not everything is saga, and and most of the right. people on <laughs> Image write full time for other for right. other, for DC or Marvel anyway. So it's it's a good dumping right. ground for their for the ideas that won't make the cut. It's like the it's like Mar like the the bigger ones like Marvel DC are kind of their bread and butter, and yeah. then the images where they can be creative. It's a passion project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Which is cool. Nice. So yeah, so those were the the panels that we saw. Uh, they were all great. They all had some great insight. Whether it was industry professionals like the image one. Some little tidbits from the podcast, Philomar being awesome Philomar, and then just hearing other creatives talk about how amazing Jack Kirby was and where they drew their influence was really cool. So on to the art, which is something that Tim Hall, the People's Critic, 
Yes, yeah, uh, so one of the spend too much money on every year. The main draws for for <laughs> Comic Con. What was funny is when all of us met back up for the image panel. Yeah, all of us just kind of hanging out. Tim walks in with like a bag that had what twelve prints in nah, it. Nah, I had like six. That's six. Yeah, and a poster. In in uh, two thousand and sixteen, he had a lot. I had a lot. <laughs> How many? I had a lot. I had a lot. He was but, like, I bought this one, and I bought this one. I got a Wonder Woman who's black, and then I got this. Yeah. I'm like, Tim, how much yeah. money have you spent? Way too much money. But I'm, they're, they're good. But gifts. let's be clear. There's nothing wrong with that. He's supporting these artists. Yeah, exactly. And and no, one, no one wants to be a starving artist. Yeah. And he's, yeah. I mean, I always respect your show and appreciation yeah. for art. Mm-hmm. Um, they're good gifts for people all mm-hmm. the time. Like, the, half the stuff I bought yesterday, I'm already giving away. Yeah. One's for my friend who's getting married in May. Nice. Because she loves Nightwing. Um, the other ones, two other two are from my friend. Oh, was that the Nightwing when you was doing like a backflip? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. That is dope. It's dope. But she loves Nightwing. She has a Nightwing tattoo. So I was like, I might as well. She's getting married. Oh, that's nice. That's deep. Married. You're so thoughtful. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I am. Look I'm a really thoughtful there's only one. There's only one thing I gave away. This this dope uh, that I hated giving away for my friend that got married. And it was this um, Darth Vader. He's like walking through. Uh, and it's like all this falling down stuff behind him. It's, it's mm-hmm. amazing. Hmm. I'll send it to you. I still have a picture of it. I, I, I cry. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they're big. They're big Star Wars. Nerds. So what was what was in your bag this weekend? This weekend, uh, you know, I forgot their names. I, I meant to bring their cards with me, but okay. um, I got a really cool Nakia um, that was really great. That it's funny because trying to buy things for my friends' daughters is tough. So the the great thing about Emerald City Comic Con is to have different artist interpretations of different characters. Right. So. Where I bought this Nakia from Black Panther was all these portraits of women. So they had all these different women. They had like Michonne, they had Okoye, they had Shuri, they had all these different women up there that you could buy. Because it's really hard to find women who aren't like, don't have like their breasts out. And then they're in some yeah. weird leotard or something mm-hmm. uh, to hang in my friend's daughter's room. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So uh, the, the one thing I liked about Artist Alley that I wouldn't think, because usually they, there's like a section of it on the main floor. Mm-hmm. But there was less of that this year. It was more yep. like you can buy like you know, whatever hacky sacks and sores or whatever. Um, but they <laughs> did, moved it did mostly you say hacky sacks. I, he did. Yeah. I was like, did he just <laughs> say hacky, hacky sacks? sacks? Yeah. What Comic Con were you? Where, where were you? I saw he hacky is in sack. Seattle. Oh, true. Um, like they got the big Funko Pop thing there, just taking <laughs> yeah. up space. Uh, superhero tease is there. Yeah. They God. So, but what they huge. what they did this year, which I really appreciated, was they. They moved most of it to the sixth floor. Mm-hmm. There used to be all photo ops up there, right? But now, and now the photo ops are print- like the big photo ops are across the street. Oh, are at they? Sheraton. Yeah. Oh, they were. You're right. I did yeah. see yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was, like I talked about that with with Phil because I was smart. like, it's smart. It's, it's kind yeah. of smart. It's smart. Expand. They did a terrible job that first year. The first year that Reed Pop bought Emerald City. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a that line was a mess. mess. Was and a then mess. when everybody came out, it was like you came out into like a. It looked like a cat, like, like they were like no one knew where to go. Like yeah. yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was a mess. mess. Yeah, it was so it was smart. So, it was so a this mess. year it was cool seeing it. You know, I saw Johnny Jang, who I buy art from every year. Mm-hmm. Yes, the one who had the cool oh, yeah, Joker yeah. piece mm-hmm. uh, that was really freaked you out. Did he, um, the oh, Iron yeah. Giant one, the Iron also? Giant one. Yeah, yeah, does, that Iron Giant is gorgeous. Nice. Yeah. Oh. Of, it was good concept art. Um, what bothers not what bothers me like when I because I know that you had been following him for a while. I saw him. I knew his stuff. The first day that I was there, he had the Iron Giant one, the limited edition with the Space Needle in the background, made my rounds and everything, and I was like, all right, I'll come back to that. Next day, we see him, and he was like, I sold Sold out. out. I was like, man. Uh, (laughs) So that is one of the things that you do really well, Tim, where if you see something, 
you snatch it right there. Yeah. Well, they the, the creators usually make something for specifically yeah, for each con. Of course. And so yeah. if you don't grab, and they that, make then dough too off those specific because if one guy made this, it was like a, a jet and these like it wasn't my type of art, but it was like these uh, the Seahawk looking Transformers, Seahawk okay. colors, and oh, and he, <laughs> and he sold out like the first day, so he had to go like print some more. Wow. Those are his boots. He's like, yeah, man, I just made these like as a joke. Like, oh, it'd be fun to sell in Seattle. He says, dude, right. I sold out like the first day. Seattle, Seattle loves yeah. Seattle. Yep. Yeah, 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 yep. yep. That's yeah. true. So, any, uh, I was going to say, I got Dustin Nguyen to sign. You did? My comics. Yeah, Because he's my number one favorite artist because all of his art is watercolor. He has beautiful crazy. Nightwing art. Yeah, like, he yeah. has gorgeous art. But he's a watercolor artist. And yeah. he also is a co-creator of my favorite comic, Descender, which mm-hmm. is on Image. It is. Which is yeah. an Image comic. Yeah. So he got to, uh, he I bought another one of his Oh, did you books. did you bring your Descender to get signed? Are you trying to be shady right now? I know. He's so shady. You know no. Jess, Jess was real sad when, when she was like, oh, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, I forgot to bring my book. That no, 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 no. I had the book. What had happened? See, what, ha- what had happened was <laughs> right. a week yeah. ago on Tuesday, he Trying posted on. He's so messy. <laughs> <laughs> um, he wa- or he. Start, re- decided to release on threadless.com right. some of his art on shirts. So I was like, dope, I'm going to buy one of these shirts. So I bought it like the day, like, I'm not even kidding you. I saw the Instagram and immediately, because I love him, mm-hmm. immediately went on, pulled my card out, bought the shirt. And I'm like, oh, I get a little discount code for a free shipping, whatever. So I ordered my shirt. And then the next day, Wednesday, he was all excited because so many people had bought his shirt. And he mm-hmm. was like, I can't believe all of you bought my shirt. This is so exciting. If you come to a con wearing one of my shirts, right. I'll give you a free sketch. And I commented Ooh. and I was like, this is so exciting. I just bought the shirt just wanting to have maybe mm-hmm. have you sign it at the con next week. And he's like, sure, it'll be great to see you. You know how they do. Yeah. And the day before I left New York to come to Emerald City Con, it was like, your shirt has shipped. We'll arrive March 7th. And <sighs> I was like, son of a... <laughs> so I told him, he just did the sketch. He's like, I believe you. He just did the sketch anyways. Yeah. And He was um, he was super cool about it. He's, he's like, very nice. He's very in- nice. inside cover of the book. Yeah. So. And I got some pictures. It's on the Curly Nerd Instagram. It's the Curly Nerd Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did that. I got... And then we went and our... Uh, Damien and I have a friend, our friend, um, his dad from the Secure to the Bag podcast. He's very good friends, like really good friends with an artist named Ryan Benjamin. And so we went up and got to meet him and watch him do a Joker commission for a girl. That was the time lapse thing. Yeah, Yeah. it was was insane. He's from LA, like super cool guy, black um, comic book artist. He's done like, when I saw the... um, Avengers, Avengers versus, versus X-Men, X-Men cover. cover. I was variant. I was like, I, was like, he, I know that. Like, yeah. I know that cover. I'm looking at Damien like, wait, we know this cover. And right. it was Ryan Benjamin he, did it. He looks like a cross between like uh, Jimmy Chung and 1980s Art Adams in his style with a little bit of Jim Lee mixed into it. This nerd. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is funny is as he's doing that, I in my head I was like, I was putting it together and then I'm like, Man, like, you nerd! That was really, it was really good. No, and he's then, he's so good. Let me he, just drop this so table. Good. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he's one of those guys whose names I've seen on books before, but as is always the case in the past, I didn't know he was black. Right. So I was like, this yeah. is actually it's actually really cool to see again more of us. Yeah. Yeah. Already kind of embedded in the industry and and 
Dude, like he's doing great. Doing work. great work. Great work. Great work. Oh, yeah. super impressed. So yeah, that was so. Th- yeah, those were our artists that we saw. Yeah, uh, one of the ones that I saw. So I talked with uh, John Gallagher, who is an entertainment illustrator. He actually does the illustrations for Flash and Supergirl mm-hmm. up in Vancouver. That was really cool. Just looking at his stuff. I mean, it has like that blend of photorealism, but also his own style on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the ones, and this is one that I took his card. I should have taken Tim's, you know, subtle advice and just picked it up right away. Uh, but it was the artist Mao Artist, which is at Mao Artist. The print that I really liked of his that I took a picture of to remind myself to pick it up, and I did not. What was it? Uh, it basically has, a, has the three little kids, like, uh-huh. trick-or-treating, and in their shadows, it has, you know, full-size Batman... Darth Vader, Superman, as they're all the kids in the costume, mm-hmm. but the shadow on the fence is the full version. Yeah. Adorable. Right. Like, it was just really, really dope. Right. So he is someone that I'm going to hit up and just buy directly. Yeah, you can, you know, usually, you know, what I do, I'll, you know, when I get the cards, I'll check, like, the website. Usually they'll have, you know, some sort of, like, gallery or something or some way exactly. to purchase it. So, yeah. yeah really, so I always... now with Etsy, you can find a lot of good stuff on Yeah, Etsy. so I always end up with, like, a stack of mm-hmm. cards but then sometimes I would just pick up and forget to take a picture of the actual thing I liked at their booth. But at least I can look them up on Instagram and then immediately yeah. get reminded kind yeah. of who it was. So those were a couple. Uh, we Damien and I. So I had a mild Damien moment where I saw <laughs> a, a colorist, the guy who does the coloring, you know, so he does all oh, the weird. shading what and whatever. What a weird thing for a colorist to do. I know. Okay, you know what? <laughs> Well, because when I say color, since I'm a hairdresser, that means we do hair oh. color, sir. Oh. Sir. See. Sir. <laughs> sir. Sir. Anyways, uh, yeah, Michael Garland was there, which was super dope. And I was really disappointed because I didn't do my homework and decide to um, plan ahead. Like, I didn't look to see who was going to be here. Mm-hmm. And I had my Black Monday murder. So he's the colorist for Black Monday murders and the dying and the dead. And we, Damien and I have mentioned before in our comic book of the week when we had the Black Monday Murders by Jonathan Hickman and the Dying and the Dead as our comic books of the week. And I mentioned how much I love the coloring because it's very simple, monochromatic, very black and white with a few pops of color, Mm -hmm. but it's still shaded nicely. And so when I saw him, I was like, you're the guy who I like the way you you color in the lines. No, I'm kidding. But you know, you're (laughs) the guy who I like the way you shade everything and shadow everything. And it's very simple. Yeah, and it might I be three I, colors I, per page. I immediately felt validated at that point. Yeah, yeah, because I was like, now I respect why Damien be like, oh yeah, he's the colorist. Now I so far I have not <laughs> met a letterer mm, that okay. I enjoy. Most but... of it is digital now, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Even though Guru FX does very good lettering, but that's this guy. This guy. I was this guy. <laughs> yeah, right. But it, yeah. it is really cool. Like when I was looking through his stuff at the booth, like just such deep and dark, just like reds and blacks. Simple, I mean, quote unquote, simple color palette, but just the depth of it was really cool. And it helps to tell the story. Absolutely. It works perfect for the story. Yeah, it's gorgeous. I have so much respect for that. One of of the other ones was Michael Matsumoto. He had these incredible avatar prints, both with Korra, with Aang. Oh, Avatar the Last Airbender. Yes, Avatar the Last. You have to be a little more specific. You have to be more specific with Avatar. Well, I mean, Avatar the Last Airbender and, you know, Legend of Korra. I mean, the only Avatar we acknowledge (laughs) is the Last Airbender. Yeah, (laughs) But just beautiful prints where it would have Aang um, almost in like an eight limbs 
type of yoga pose with the different elements around him. Right. Like super, super cool. That was an episode where he was trying to find his chakras. Yes. And he was finding his heart chakra, all these mm -hmm. different ones. He had to learn to let go. And he was eating onion Damn banana it juice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a great. It was, it was amazing. Uh, and then also shout out to uh, this comic called Tuskegee Airs, Flames of Destiny. Uh, the story is by Marcus Williams and Greg Burnham. And then the art is also by Marcus Williams. Uh, this one, yeah, is a Tuskegee Airman style comic. Looks super dope. Uh, as soon as I saw it, because it was Tuskegee Airman, I right. was like, all right, I am buying that. So, yeah, it was a Kickstarter project. So, And since I do what everyone else does, because I just am a follower, I'm a sheep, I went ahead and bought two as well. Yep. I was like, oh, John's buying it. I'll buy it too. <laughs> so they only have issues one and two so far. So definitely, yeah, Tuskegee Airs Flames I found that Destiny. interesting, though, and Damien can probably address this, that it, they've been out for like two years and they only have two books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. It's, again, when you're, when you're self-financing, mm -hmm. you... Uh, I'm pretty sure they have day jobs as well. Right. And just like anything else, if you if you really want to make it happen, you'll make it happen. We don't. The good thing about us being independent creators, mm -hmm. all of us, is that we don't have to work with uh, an editorial schedule or a publishing schedule. So, yeah, in whatever amount of time it takes for us to do it, as long as you do it, that's really that's really the main thing. As long as you do it, it doesn't matter how long it takes for you to do it. Mm -hmm. So if they do two comics in two years. That's two more than I've done in my entire life. Exactly. And, yeah. it, and it looks great. Facts. And I yep. have to respect it. And they're doing something that I have not yet been able to do. And it's, yeah. it's, it's an impressive feat. People don't understand how much work it takes to get a comic book written, illustrated, colored, and printed. Oh, yeah. Right. And especially well. for Kickstarter. And distributed. Yeah, right. because with Kickstarter, right. once you get your goal, everyone thinks like, cool, they made their goal. I should get it soon. No, that means no. they can start. Yeah. Yes. Like, that means that they have the money to be like, all right, let me take some time and work on this. So a Kickstarter-backed project, so far it looks great. And yeah, I, I'm down for it. Yep. Uh, so yeah, those were all of the kind of artists uh, that I was thinking of. Anybody else, if you do not have any? Uh, so I was too broke. <laughs> uh, the cosplay. Yes. Blew me away. That's what Emerald City Comic Con is known for. New York City Comic Con is really good with yeah, the cosplay so as sure. well. Like New York's very good, but Emerald City Con, like it's very Man. much, it's very family oriented, yeah. um, and that people come there to be whatever they want to be. Mm -hmm. Come yeah. and get just get dressed up. Um, the best cosplay for me, of course, Ooh. is on my Instagram, oh. which is yeah. at JDCOB. <laughs> and mm -hmm. at It's the Curly Nerd, you can check us out. But my little niece, Olive <laughs> Bell O'Brien, said to me that I asked her what she wanted to be this year at Comic-Con, and I really wanted her to be Black Panther, and she said, Chewbacca! So I tried to find the best Chewbacca costume mm -hmm. for her, and she loved it. Mm -hmm. A lot of um, people loved it. Yeah, a lot yeah, of people loved yeah. it. Yeah, so literally, she loved herself in it. Literally everywhere we went, as Jess is holding her hand, walking mm -hmm. around, oh, oh, look at the Chewbacca. Chewbacca. Like people wanted to take pictures people of People making Chewbacca noises at her. Yeah, yeah that, that was were. really funny. <laughs> they were. Uh, but my second favorite was the Thanos, who had yeah. the, Tony, Stark's Tony Stark head. in his yeah head in his hand. Like mm -hmm. yeah, it was great with the Iron Man or uh, um yeah Iron Man mask kind of broken. Yeah. That was a great cosplay. Was, I think that might be my number one. Yeah, yeah. and found. I kept seeing him, and I kept going like. That's the well, one. Well, if you notice in Tony Stark's mouth, and this was something was a that GoPro. I yeah, there was a GoPro. I saw that a lot. Different than New York City Comic Con, different than Emerald City last year, a lot of people with their cosplays attached a GoPro to themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I think it's smart for a lot of different reasons, for safety, for security. Yeah. And also, I mean, like, it is just fun to have that so many people walking and being like, hey, look at him and taking your picture. I just thought it was interesting. Like, that was a clever way to incorporate the GoPro yeah. while also having it part of your costume as opposed to, like, there was one that we saw. It was not the Mr. Freeze, which was also fantastic, but somebody basically had, like, a little shoulder mount for their GoPro. But it was just, it was cool just to have a killer costume and then that attached. So another one that I saw that was really good was the the Korg costume. Korg was good from Thor yeah. Ragnarok slash. Oh yeah, that was great. That was, Korg. That was a really good mm-hmm. one. Yeah. The uh, the best one I think that Tim and I will have to yeah. agree the number one best mm-hmm. one because Tim pointed it out and I didn't see anything better was the teeny tiny little five year old xenomorph. Yeah, xenomorph. Yeah, all black. Xenomorph. What's all black xenomorph? A yeah. little kid How like did my I miss nieces. That? I promise. Like amazing. he he posted yeah. on his Twitter yeah. like. Oh, it was crazy. Like, how do you get your kid to be a xenomorph? Like, okay, and the so costume was great. I'm mildly judging the parents for letting them watch <laughs> Alien that young, but at the same time, or I maybe not Alien even, that young, or maybe not even letting them watch. Just like that parent being like, "This you're going to be gonna, a xenomorph." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is what you're going to be. Trust me, you I'm know, an alien. Yes, the thing yeah. is, we didn't get close enough to see if no. it like had something shoot out of its mouth. Ooh, that would have been, cool. been even better. Uh, yeah, yes. but, you know, if you're, if you're interested in seeing some cosplay, you can go to Instagram and just click the ECC yep. 2018 hashtag. And, and there they are. you'll see a bunch of photos of people. Some really interesting ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this morning when I was up at 6 a.m., like I usually am, I was Ugh. just sort of scrolling through, just looking at like some of the stuff that we missed, the stuff that we didn't get to see. That was kind of crazy when I was going was like through. a sound wave that was good? There's a sound yeah. wave. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was kind of, I saw multiple Valkyries yes. from yeah. Thor Ragnarok. That right. was cool. Um, saw a lot of Black Panthers. A lot of yeah, Black Panthers. a lot of Black Panthers. And, and, and they were doing the Wakanda versions. forever. Yeah, they, they were doing the Wakanda forever. Little white kid just Black Panther with the Wakanda forever. To Tim. I was hitting them. I was hitting them with the, the Black Man is God. They were like, okay. Yeah, a lot, a lot of, lot of Black Panthers. Uh, a ton of Squirrel Girls this year. I yeah. saw the Squirrel yes. Girls. Yes, yeah. that was really cool. I saw um, Deadpool as Bob Ross. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. The Bob Ross too. Yeah. Good. Oh, I need to, I need to put up that picture that I made uh, of Deadpool painting me. Uh, the one that I sent to you guys when I was really bored one day. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, why don't I, I should, remember I should that. put that on I social do. media. You, you probably, you probably misremembered it. On uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. It was like dad, a dad joke in the form of an illustration. Right. Pretty much. Oh, it's <laughs> it was um, a really John. good storm shadow. What I just, yeah, you take a picture of storm shadow. That was great. Yeah, yeah, that was solid. Nightcrawler. I saw you with Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes. Now, I feel like that guy is Nightcrawler every year. Yes. Because I have a picture of him. If you scroll through my Instagram, you can see an old, like, from 2014, 15. Yeah, okay. The same uh, with the Captain America, the same guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But good for them. They made that investment. If you you spend that amount of money. My brother was uh, Kylo Ren two years, or, you know, two years in a row, because he paid a lot of money to make that mask sound like... Kylo Ren when he talks, you yeah. know, not mad. It's expensive. Cosplaying is expensive, so uh, it absolutely is. I went. So, actually, so you said you want to cosplay as Nightcrawler one day? Yes. There, there are three cosplays that I really want to do. That maybe in the okay. next couple of years I will get done. Uh, Nightcrawler, Nightwing, because that just I love Dick Grayson. That would be really cool. Uh, and then the '90s Superboy. The '90s Superboy was I have funny. No idea With the jeans and the jacket. Oh, Superboy, t-shirt. like Superman, Superboy. Yeah. Yeah. Ew. Yeah, but the, the <laughs> '90s version. Yeah, but he's got, but he's got like the black leather jacket. Yeah. Black leather jacket. I know what you're talking. about. Love it. There about. was a there was a woman who uh, I stopped by. Disgusted right now. I stopped by her booth and I, cause I saw <laughs> like the classic '90s Superboy pose where he was looking over his shoulder, pointing to his to the S, and I was like, "Oh, that is really cool." And she was like, "Oh, I actually did the cover for Convergence." 
one of the new DC huge events. And so I talked to her and I was like, yeah, I wanted to cosplay. As that, and she was like, you would kind of be perfect. You should do that. So yeah, those uh, those are my top three. What about you, Damon? Now, what would you, Damon? Yeah. Uh, the one thing that I did not see this year. No, what do you want to com- What do you want to oh, cosplay? Okay. Who would you cosplay? Squirrel Girl. That's that's tough. That's uh. tough because. Um, <laughs> He's all Luke Cage, it's tough. John Stewart. I, I, can't, I can't do Luke Cage anymore. <laughs> and yeah. Cable, not Cable. What's the other one? Bishop, Bishop and Bishop. Panther. Roadblock. Bishop, I don't want to do. I would actually do Roadblock. <laughs> I would Jack. actually do Blue Marvel because he's. Ooh. Yeah, see, got you on that one because he hasn't <laughs> he hasn't been appropriated by everyone yet. So Blue yeah. Marvel is still out there, and he is arguably the most powerful character in the Marvel universe. But also, after the century, come on. Mm. More powerful. Wow. Um, you know how much Jessica loves Sentry? More powerful. Or, Sentry or would be a dope cosplay. cosplay. More powerful. I, would, I would cosplay Sentry. Or, uh, or I would do Isaiah Bradley, Captain America. There you go. Oh, okay. I, I like that. Well. I, yeah, yeah, I, I did see, that. I saw a, couple, saw a couple black dudes as Captain America. I want to ask them if they're doing Isaiah Bradley, but I did not. Um, <laughs> one guy I was like, all right, good for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, cosplay <laughs> is for everyone. Everyone. So, I mean, that is the thing that I love about cosplay. And I went to the cosplay contest that Northwest Nerd had up on uh, Capitol Hill at Raygun Lounge. Mm-hmm. Saw some really dope stuff. Uh, the girl or woman who took second, she had this huge dress. Took her 300 hours to create her oh, costume. She some money. Man. So, she took second place. <laughs> so, the guy who took first place was from... Wow, or League of Legends, or one of those nerd mm. games. Right, right. So, yeah, it was Tim. pretty incredible. What about you? You're next. Oh, I'm next. Uh, oh, I do have my. Know. We already. Hit- hey, I have my garnet costume, but <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. need to like commit to it. But I'm. I don't know if that'll ever happen. Yeah. Um, but if I had the money and the time and yes. all of that yeah. stuff, I would love to be. Ooh, the '90s Doctor Light. She had an afro. Um, remember her? Nobody? Wow, just crickets in the studio. <sighs> Go, um, ahead. Go ahead, Jess. <laughs> I can't slow blink enough at you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can. Yes. Okay, so if I had the money and the energy and the time, because mm-hmm. cosplaying is not cheap at all, let's you. be clear. But if I um, if I could, I would cosplay as a century. Because, okay. you know, I would do that. I'd cosplay a century. I do love my garnet costume. I just am not... Really fully. I was like, I saw that. it in your closet <laughs> in New York. Yeah. I just need to like get everything to it because I do love Garnet, like, mm-hmm. I, and I love Steven Universe. Um, I think that maybe I would cosplay as I don't know Gadget from Chippendales awesome. Rescue Rangers. Nice. Yeah, you know, I would do that. It's funny. It's one of my. I always want to do Chippendales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yeah. That'd be great. Wait, chi- you said even even be Zipper. He wants to do I was like, you said Chippendales. You said Chippendales. Yeah, not Chippendales, but Chip and Dale. Okay. Reg- Rescue, Rangers. Rescue Rangers, or even like Zipper. You know the yeah. the little the little fly. Like mm-hmm. that'd be cute. Chip and Monty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chip and Dale. Like one of the guys we saw on a panel, who looked like Monty. <laughs> Just in the face. Just in the face. Uh, yeah, uh, I would. I, would I, I saw a really good Red Hood one. I would love to do the Red Hood one. Ooh, Red Hood would be dope. My hood would be nice. Yeah. Okay. Can I please tell you that there was a guy dressed as what's the yellow flash called? Uh, reverse kid flash, flash. Hit flash. What the flash? I mean, kid, pla- the, no, kid no, flash. No, no. Impulse. Not the, he was. He was the reverse flash. Reverse flash. Yeah. yeah the reverse oh, flash. Professor Zoom. And <laughs> I was really like proud of my niece. Olive goes, "It's the flash." And I was like, "In because he was in yellow." And mm-hmm. I'm looking like, it, I, "How did you know this?" I was like, "Yeah." yeah. It was Professor, Professor so Zoom. Proud all the time. <laughs> Zoom would be nice. A nice yeah. flash. A kid Flash costume would be Yeah, dope Kid too. Flash, but then he was also kid Impulse, depending on which version. Do you know what I was really happy not to see? Ooh. I saw only one 
like meshed together um, Pennywise. She was like a, some a, something yeah. mixed with oh, the Pennywise. Okay. Whereas when remember we were at New York oh, Comic Con, everyone was Pennywise. So I, I was did see. Uh, I saw a Georgie. His, his, yeah, his I saw was pretty Georgie. cool. Yeah, he had a yellow rain jacket. Yeah. Like there was all with torn up. Arm missing. Like, yeah, because yeah, when we and were I didn't at, see any this year. I'm proud. I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. Oh, I thank was proud not to see. Yeah, I didn't see a white black. I didn't see any Harley Quinns. I did see. I saw. I saw like two. Yeah. I'm just the thing that I do like about Emerald City Con over any other con is these are, to, in my just personal opinion, genuine geeks. Yeah. So they seem to be a little bit more obscure. I didn't see anyone in like I didn't see like a stormtrooper with bagpipes and a kilt or anything no. like that this year. <laughs> that would be Portland because you know because yeah no yeah. no because they do that at Emerald City Con. Well yeah like yeah uh, yeah, yeah. Portland. I remember one year at Emerald City Con saw a woman she did a Doctor Who cosplay but it was just her. She had all those markings on her arm from the Silence Ooh. episode. Yes, I love the Silence. And I was like, oh Doctor Who. She was like, oh you get it. I was like, that yeah. Is, I that Doctor is a Who. deep cut. Like that. Yeah. Th- yeah. Those, those she had all the markings on her arm. I was like, oh I, I get the it. Silence. That would be a great cosplay. I know the that I would love to be a Silence. I mean, you did see. Got to match. I got to make it probably. Yeah, yeah, I saw. I saw a couple it's Weeping Angels. Yeah, that's yeah. you see that comedy. That, that one is yeah, pretty silence. Would be nice. Also, because uh, Billy Piper and yeah. David Tennant were here this year, so you'll definitely see a lot cosplay. of the Doctor. Who I didn't see a lot of Doctor Who though. I saw one. I saw I actually. I saw I a young young black kid. Uh, he was oh, cool. Nice. He was the fourth Doctor. Oh. But what's funny is like when I took his picture, he turned to me to like do a sonic screwdriver, but you did not see his scarf. I was like, okay, you know. But no, uh, that was cool. I'm still waiting for just to do her monstrous costume. Yes, monstrous. I would do. Ooh. I would love the monstrous. But yeah. again, that's expensive. Yeah. It, it, it. And not even like it's just arm. I need the arm. Mm-hmm. I need the arm. I don't need. I just the wig is cheap. But I need a beautiful, mm-hmm. the beautiful robe, and I just need the arm. Yeah. I, and I just I, no, then but, I could have Olive dress as her little friend with the fox with all the tails. But but you so you talked about doing a really nice expensive cosplay. Yeah, I'll maybe do that next year. I'll do it for 2019 Emerald City Comic Con. You, you said you wanted to be Carmen San Diego. Oh, Ooh. I saw one of those. <laughs> yes. Today, or, but yeah, like this weekend. fly Carmen San Diego. Yeah, Pat. I want to be the legit Carmen San Diego, the flowy, mm-hmm. um, what's his name? Uh, R. Kelly flowing in the wind, yeah. step in the name of love. <laughs> oh, like, wow. you know, like yeah. that big old, remember he had that big old trench coat yeah, yeah, that was like on. spinning around. Analogy. You need a better analogy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's so problematic. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, but I want the legit Carmen San Diego. I used to watch that every day after school on PBS. Yeah, mm-hmm. I loved wearing the and we, my girlfriends and I would te- like text each other, call each other because of course it was I was like Deco, yeah. like we would call each other and talk about it, like Rockapella. Rock- yeah, yes. we'll be Rockapella. Sing mm-hmm. Rockapella. Yep. <laughs> Lightning <laughs> round, yeah. and it would come through. Yes, it was a great show. I used to love because you could you would win a trip within what forty eight states. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I always would. I go to New York, and then they did the dumb one. <laughs> like, are, they did the York. wear in time, and it was like this bigger set, and it was like no. Yeah. Nope, I nope. vaguely remember that. I, didn't I just watch remember, that. yeah. Yeah. I used to watch that in Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider word. <laughs> He's a ghost and he talks to us. Ghost Rider. I love it. The Julia Styles. I, I was already old by then. Yeah. The Julia Styles episode. Do you ever ride the net on or do you ever surf the net? Like, oh God, it was the lingo in that show. Yeah, shout out to the it. old Gabby though. Yeah. Original Gabby is where it's at. We're before we recorded, we were talking about writing stuff. That show stressed me out even as a kid because they all wore pens around their neck to write notes. To write, and they write so slow. And they're doing, and I'm watching the show, being like, "Just write the word." (laughs) Stressing me out. Cool. Uh, And yeah, like compared to New York City Comic Con, what I liked about Emerald City Comic Con is as big as it was, it felt controlled. It felt managed. Yeah, I found out later because I'd never gone to New York Comic Con until this past year. 
with all the construction, both in the area and in the Javits Center, that was why a lot of it felt congested. Mm -hmm. It's like Artist Alley at New York City Comic Con was in the bottom level. They they didn't do that last year, though. Right. And that was was what I heard when I was talking to some of the people. Yeah, the area that we were in before was under construction this time, which is why they moved them into the basement. Yeah. But other than that, I think... NYCC has the best artist alley that I've seen it in does. the convention. Mm-hmm. As far as in a normal big year. names and big names, everybody. space, light, um, like everything about it was just like it was really. Um, you don't get you don't have traffic jams, right? You don't have traffic jams, and, it, and you didn't it, have traffic jams. Not unfortunately, this year they put them in a bad room. But the year before, mm-hmm. they were in uh, this other part of the okay. Javits Center, and it was yeah. huge and spacious. And it actually was almost cold in there. Yeah. Because it was, like, so breezy, you know? Okay. It well was, lit. Yeah, we're very, Which, very well lit. If you lit. have illustrators in there, that's that's something that's really important to them, to have For something sure. that's, that's well lit. And well, and with Emerald City, I liked that everything was, like Tim mentioned, everything was on one, for the most part, yeah, one most major part, yeah. area. Yeah. It was nice. It was spread out. There were, of course, traffic jams because... You go around a corner it's and it's a con. It's always yeah. a con. Somebody has a booth in the corner and, you know, as soon as one person stops, game over. Yeah. yeah. And they usually, at ECCC, they usually have them in two different places for Artist Alley. And it was good to have right. it all consolidated. In one right. Place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most of it was yeah. up there in the same yeah. spot. Yeah. Because, yep. I mean, there have been years where they put Artist Alley right next to where they have autograph signings. Yep. Yeah. Is, oh. That was a mess. Yeah. 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 It's just, yeah. That just, is crazy. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so I think that about wraps it up for Emerald City Comic Con 2018. Uh, Jess. Damien, the Curling Nerd Podcast. Thank you, yes, for coming into town. I mean, Jess, this is your hometown. We always love seeing you. Thank you for having us, uh, Damien. It was great to great to have you. It's my it's my home away from home, away from home. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> his other home away from home was New York City. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's anywhere, Long Island City. Anywhere where I can sleep for free is home. <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> where I can sleep. But I, I enjoy I enjoy being here, man. You guys. Yeah, are, thanks for having this, us. Despite your your judgmental attitudes <laughs> and how I pronounce certain things. I always enjoy coming here. Fantastic. Theater, theater. theater. Uh, Tim, of course, always great to have you in the studio and to walk around uh, Emerald City Comic Con. Uh, Where can people find Jess and Damien on the social media landscape? At your stepdaddy's house. Oh. Ask about me. (laughs) <laughs> no, we are at. What if he actually answered? Like, yeah. yeah, you can actually find her. Hi, ow. No, uh, we are at It's the Curly Nerd on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, Facebook, and also YouTube. Just type in Curly Nerd. We have a new video coming out from mm-hmm. a little recap of nice. Emerald City Comic Con. Um, and I am at JDCOB everywhere. And I am at Damien Randall, all up in these streets. Perfect. Uh, Tim. Uh, at People's Critic. Uh, you can find me. And People's Critic blog. Some interviews coming up. And uh, a couple movies. A Ring mm-hmm. Time. Uh, what else are we doing? Uh, we Pacific, Rim, Upri- Pacific Rim Uprising. Yeah, we, Tomb I think Raider. We have, I think have that one coming up busy this month. week. Mm. And pl- Ready Player One at the end of the month, which I totally forgot. So it's the end of the month. I, Gringo. I was, Gringo is also this this week. Yeah, oh, I'm not yeah. doing Gringo this week. Really? Oh. I heard it's funny. I'm not, I can't do it. Yeah. Time. Time constraints. Okay. okay. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> We're all like looking at you like, oh, yeah? <laughs> time constraints. You think it's going to be that bad? Okay. Yeah. No, I don't think it's going to be bad. Yeah. yeah, March definitely, as far as the, the film critic uh, scene. It's busy. March is when it really starts to pick up. So this month we have like six or seven screenings. So yeah, mm-hmm. it, it gets pretty crazy. Yeah, it's a busy month. Uh, and, and after that, it's your birthday. We're pretty much waiting for... And yeah, after... Infinity War is yeah. not your birthday. Yeah. Birthday week, yeah. Birthday hey. Week. Ow. Cool. Uh, and as for for this podcast, uh, you can find it on all forms of social media at About to Review. 
AboutTreeView.com has links to all the show notes and guests, YouTube.com slash AboutTreeView. The other new thing that I added is that Amazon wishlist, which there is a link in the show notes. If you want to contribute to the show, pick something up, uh, that would be great. Totally do not have to whatsoever. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. you do. What are you talking do? about? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Nah. All let, right. people, let people support nope. you if they want to support. Yep, let them do it. All right. Demand uh, that yeah. they right. support you. Don't give them a reason not to. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, and thank you again so much for, for listening. Uh, I really appreciate it. I love hearing from, from the people, the listeners, hitting me up as the episode airs. It cracks me up every time. Uh, thank you to all of my guests. It was great interviewing people. Thank you for taking the time to do that. Phil Lamar is phenomenal. This was his second time on the show. That was the one that took the most arranging and the most stress to kind of make happen because of how busy his schedule was. So that was great. So for this episode of About to Review, which you can find, of course, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and everywhere else, I have been joined by... Tim, the People's Critic. The Curly Nerd Jess. (laughs) D. Randall, I say what to do. <laughs> We're about to sign off for about to review. Uh, you didn't know the bars were coming. <laughs> and I've been your host, that guy named John. Uh, make sure to tune in to Curly Nerd this week. Uh, Tim and I will be on that episode as well. Curly Nerd podcast and about to review. That guy named John, signing off. We will see you next time. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. chastised for my timing uh, chastised I, I want to chastise him they're just friendly reminders or because right. on, on the curly nerd Jess will be like curly nerd Jess blah blah and I wait two seconds a and long then... ass pause and I'm like listen Houston like, I know everything's slower in Houston <laughs> you would think that we've been doing this podcast for two years you would think that Damien would have better timing uh, and I'm like and it's the curly nerd Jess that I'm here with and Damien's like See, I'm just going to make like an awesome awesome introduction for myself. (laughs) Just drop it in without her. All kind of music. (laughs) D-Random. Like a wrestling promo. (laughs) Causing a scandal. (laughs) (laughs) If it was was a wrestling promo, John wouldn't get it. I know. Say what? (laughs) You heard him. John's really got to get it. He's got to get into wrestling. I'm actually going to look up schedules for when the WWE comes to Seattle, and I will purchase tickets for you and Tim to go to a wrestling event. I will help with that okay yes i will um, venmo you okay. and we will yes okay here's the thing they're going i wonder who his favorite wrestler would be okay so if i'm I, honest i, I, I know no who's wrestling right now yeah now that again like oh, I know. I, the I only know. the only decade that i knew was like early 90s so i, I literally have no idea who who's in it right now but anyway how about you get back to the episode oh, sheesh sorry it wasn't important yeah. <laughs> it's not important let's yeah. talk about wrestling talk about wrestling <laughs> okay so we'll come in you need to leave the wrestling part. Do you have a favorite? Oh, here we go. A favorite. A, a, <laughs> do you have a favorite uh, pay per view that's here not when WrestleMania? I try and get back to the episode? A favorite pay per view that's not WrestleMania. WrestleMania. I've only done WrestleMania. Uh, I mean, I, I really do like the Royal Rumble. The Rumble's nice. Yo, I, I've done the Royal like, Rumble. And I like Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank. That's, that's, that's worth every penny. 
I like those better than Floyd Mayweather fights. And I've paid yeah. a lot of money for those Mayweather Meanwhile, fights. Meanwhile, John is They're going to fun. continue drinking. <laughs> we're, get, we're, having a, we're having a get-together this year for WrestleMania, I think. Yeah, so okay. I'll let John know. That's cool. it's, in, it's in New Orleans. I'm, I know. I considered driving there, but I'm... When is it? May, April. April. Like that might be fun, though. I know. That yeah. might be fun, though. I, love I remember I went when it was here, and I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. The whole week is crazy. Plus, there'd be a lot of black people there. A lot of black. Yeah. My yeah, friend yeah, just yeah. did. He, I sent you guys the picture. He went to the Road to WrestleMania yeah. event. Yeah. So in those ones, like, do the big people come to those ones, or are those just like filler episodes? Kind of. During this time of year, the big ones are usually going to show up at all the events because they kind of have yeah, to the ramp build, up. They have to ramp up to, to WrestleMania. Okay. Imagine the playoffs leading up to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. okay. That, yeah. That's cool. See. Yeah. There, you go. there we go. It starts with the Royal Rumble. Yep. Okay. That's like the uh, the opening round, and then from there. It goes up. The Royal up. Rumble I like because you get to see a lot of people at one time, and a lot of times they bring back people. Old from, people from show up. Years the first time Do you I know how the Rumble works? Was on no. So the Rumble starts oh, off with two man. with two competitors. Remember when the black okay, guy lady? Remember you, you thought I was going to be talking for like five hours <laughs> today? <laughs> no, but but, but here's how, here's, <laughs> why, here's why, why the Rumble's great. It starts off with two competitors, and then. <laughs> Every 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 ninety seconds, and you don't know who's coming in. Another person. Yeah, comes you never in. know. It's pretty cool. So you don't know who's showing up. So then they're all. And then when they show up, they come running out. You're just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like hype. Or like, someone's no. music hits, and you know who's yeah. coming. Yeah. It's, it's it's incredible. And is and, that a ladder match? No. no. But what's and I know I don't I'm not kidding. If you're in the arena when that happens, there's nothing like it. Yeah. Seahawks really live game. Like, yes, there's no, no, no there's nothing, no, like, it. There's nothing really? like it. Really? No, I'm telling you, because it's pure entertainment and everything is about. So you know how. If you go to like a concert, like the moment that someone first steps out onto the stage, it's like ah, yeah, right? you get that like every five minutes at the rest yeah. of the show because really? that's how it's that's how it's made. To, it's you're just fun. like ah, it's, yeah. really it's pyrotechnics, it it's videos, yeah. it's. I only did mo- not Monday Night Raw. What was the other one? I'm gonna put your SmackDown. 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 I only did Smackdown that one time, and I'm not even kidding. I don't regret it. Yeah. We were in the paper. We were yeah. on TV yeah. a bunch of times. It was great. And for someone with a theater, 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 background, you theater. would actually love the production aspect yeah. of it. You've you, told you, me that before, and I believe you. You never see anything on the production scale of this, and then realizing that they are on the road year round with this production. Uh, I think you were telling me that, like, or I was li- no, it was uh, a documentary I watched because again, I love those, and I think Triple H was saying something. He was like, 364 days in a year." Mm-hmm. We had 212 shows, and it was like, mm-hmm. yeah, how does that even work? Have you not seen Vince McMahon's yeah. net worth? They have. 50, oh, I mean, they have machine. How much money trucks. do those guys make, though? How much money are those guys making? Like, Triple H has been doing it for years, so he's definitely making millions. He's making millions. The Rock is clearly, like... Well, what, no, most... Is, but, but even when the, before The Rock became a famous movie star, was he was the guy. Like, he Who's ended the, the show. Yeah. The Rock would come out at the very He's end. headlining pay-per-views. Yeah. yeah. Most yeah. of the even the even like the wackest wrestlers, mm. most of them are making at least three hundred thousand a year. Right. So it's I, re- I remember okay. uh, Chris Jericho was telling a story. He was he was oh, almost Jericho. done with wrestling, and he was about to he, you know he was like he was done. He <laughs> didn't he didn't like how his match went at WrestleMania, uh-huh. and so he, he wanted to meet him with Vince. So sitting down with Vince, and um, Vince wanted to talk to him about some stuff. And so he's like, I was going to tell him, that, you know, I don't know if I, this is for me. And Vince was like, Oh yeah, hold on, here's this your stuff from WrestleMania. He said it was the most money. Yeah. He had ever had, and his whole more than all the money he had in his whole career was this WrestleMania check. 
He was like, oh, we're not going to talk about nothing. I'm good. I just, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I, just, I just wanted to see how your yeah. day was going. Checking in. You know, I hadn't talked to you so in a couple days. So how are you? But even right. like, talk about you. But even like guys talking about the money they get off the video game. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Because so if you're in WrestleMania, you're in it. Yeah. You get that check. And you get, they they have like their merchandising, like every everything yeah. that they have is monetized and your mm. likeness gets you residuals I mean, from, from everything. Like, t-shirts, I, I've everything. said it. I've said it for years, even not following wrestling Vince McMahon as a creator as a marketer as a promoter like I respect mm-hmm. the hell out of him mm-hmm. might not be the might not have the cleanest books right. over the years but at the same time like his hustle yeah. I will always respect you can it. never knock the hustle I can't exactly. stand the Kardashians like, I, but I cannot knock that hustle yeah. they nope. do they have literally done nothing and they are millionaires for being nothing Whereas their Vince mom man works his butt off their, mo- their mom is Vince McMahon yeah their mom is Vince. <laughs> and, and, Vince, and everyone Ooh, everyone says nice things about Vince McMahon. Like everyone in the company says very nice things. You've met him. him a couple times, right? I I have not really like, You've met, just met seen him. him. I've oh, seen okay, him. Okay. Like when I'm when I'm working there, I'm not allowed oh, gotcha. to engage with people because they're <laughs> Mr. McMahon. Right. Would, I'm your fiance. I, yeah. I really respect I your like work. Like they don't, oh, I'm touching money. Because when they're there, they're they're on <laughs> the clock. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're on the clock. Sure. So I mean, you know, and so are you. I mean, granted, like when you were doing video, I just you know, if I make eye contact, just hey, how's it going, and keep it moving. Like I don't really say, hey, you're Vince McMahon. But, like, Stephanie McMahon spoke to me once. She was really nice. Triple H was cool. Vince is usually being pulled in a bunch of different right. directions. And I'm talking like I know him. Anyway. Um, okay. That's right. Let's get back to so Emerald City go. Comic-Con. You will yeah. go. I, I will. Year. I will. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure at some point I should cut up these little interstitials and release a bonus episode. You should put, um, it, in, you should put it in outtakes. So at the end of every... So on Jaden XD. Do you listen yeah. to Jaden XD? At the end of Jaden XD, after they do their whole, this episode has been brought to you mm-hmm. by whatever, you know, and they're produced by. At the end, you think it's over, and then they put the outtakes at the end. Yeah, Jenkins and Jones does at the beginning. Like yeah. It starts with just a random Yeah. Excerpt. So you could totally pull this as an outtake. Yeah. It's like yeah. for like for the first like ninety seconds and then so y'all y'all are giving me more. Work. I was gonna say so about the about I'm this extra cool. editing work. That's cool. Sorry. <laughs> no, Sorry this, this, is, this is but this is the stuff that makes it like interesting for me. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like, people like I like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I look forward to the end of Jaden XD to yeah. hear their outtakes. Like, what are you guys talking about? Yeah, yeah, it's super funny. Okay, yeah, may, this might be a bonus episode. <clears throat> so if you are listening to this, dear listener, this has been a bonus episode. <laughs> if this ever gets released, right. six, six, six. 